Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hanging On By A Thread with me, your mentally ill host Mia. And I have officially, minus an essay that I still have to turn in, finished my finals week and I will be going on break. I will still be uploading, you know, the episodes um, the same time, same day. I'm not taking a break from this, but I'm happy to take a break from school and relax for a little bit. Even though it's only like less than two weeks, it's still going to be enjoyed to the last minute. <laughs> um, anyway, so today's topic is actually something that I was going to do a while ago. But I just, I kept forgetting. Um, and then it came into my head today. Um, so we're going to use that. So I have been getting asked um, why I am single a lot, uh, which is an odd question. <laughs> um or at least I think it's kind of a, a odd question to ask someone. And then I started thinking about it, and that's actually kind of a <laughs> interesting question to ask someone. Like that's that's a good question to ask someone um, of why they're choosing to be single or why they're single, um, and going forward in that of like are they ready to move forward are they looking to date are they looking to get into a committed relationship are they just looking for friends are they looking for love are they looking for sex are they looking for you know all of this other stuff so i've thought about it of why exactly I have decided to stay single for the time that I have um, and currently am. My reason behind it is we've talked about this before um, that I was in a committed relationship that I got um, that had uh, ended very abruptly um, you know, I was engaged, he left, it was abrupt, didn't get an explanation, you know, all, all of the fun stuff that we've talked about. Um, but I knew that that was going to be a big thing because I had spent over two years with him. Um, you know, I got with him my uh, senior year of high school. Um, was it my senior? I think it was either my senior year or going into my senior year of high school. And, you know, all of my relationships during high school from freshman year to uh, the middle of my junior year were not great relationships. They were all 
you know, abusive in one way or another. There were issues um, with communication and um, other problems that I've addressed before. If you go back and listen um, to the episode where I talk about my past relationships, you'll get more um, detail about that. Um, but knowing that I jumped from one relationship to another when I was in those, um, and then got into a committed relationship that had its problems itself, um, that I, I wish that I had dealt with earlier, (laughs) um, But after that relationship ended, I didn't take a whole lot of healing time. I didn't, you know, reflect. I didn't, you know, realize that, okay, this is something that is very abrupt. It's not something that I ever thought was going to happen. I need to process this and I need to heal from this and I need to learn to move on. Um... I did not do that, (laughs) and I jumped into a relationship with a guy that I'm still friends with. He's still great. I still love him. He's wonderful, Um, but I jumped into a relationship with him before I was ready, and that was literally, like, I want to say two weeks maybe after, um my ex-fiance left so there was not a lot of time for you know me to process it and I was going you know my um schooling had started up I was going into my first weeks and it there was a lot going on um and then in December um I was having issues coming up with like my roommates and my schooling and just my overall mental state and mental health. And I had to end the relationship with the guy I was with in the beginning of January because I knew that I was not at a point where I could mentally and emotionally and physically care for another person that wasn't myself. And I am still at that point where I know that I could date someone if I wanted to, but I don't think that I, I don't think that I'm ready yet because I still am having problems with my mental state and with my stress and sleep and overall health um, and mental state and emotional state that I am working through. Like I'm getting to, I'm getting close to a point where I feel like I could get into another relationship if I wanted to. Right now I'm just kind of talking to people and like flirting and like quote-unquote dates um but it's nothing that's really like 
serious or there haven't been, you know, really any people that I've like noticed as like, okay, I could potentially date these people. Um, it's kind of just been, I need to focus on myself (laughs) and I need to get to a point where I could date someone, you know, I could be in a relationship and be committed to that person and, and be able to help them and deal with them and, you know, all, all that fun stuff that comes with a relationship. But I also know that I have to get to a point where I am not freaking out every five seconds, um, you know, where I am not accusing the other person of things that they didn't do because I'm so freaked out about, you know, the things that happened with my ex-fiance. I know that my trust issues are very wrecked (laughs) and very damaged. I know that my abandonment issues are very high. I know that Um, I overthink my fear of rejection, like all of this other stuff is playing into this and I need to learn to address them (laughs) and deal with them in an appropriate way. Like I am never going to get to a point where I don't overthink. I'm never going to get to a point where I don't have trust issues and where I don't, um, have abandonment issues, um, and a fear of rejection and needing to, you know, be a people pleaser and all that stuff. Like, I know that that's not possible for me, like, whatsoever. But I know that I can get to a point where I can be those things, but I can be in control of those things. Like, I can overthink something or I can think about something, but not in a way that it's going to harm me, (laughs) like not in a way that it's going to cause me to freak out so bad that I start freaking out on the other person. Oh, and, and getting to a point where I'm not, you know, begging the person not to leave me every single day because then it's just going to drive that person away. Like I, I've had to learn that I can't make people stay. I can't you know, I can't convince someone to stay around. That's not my choice. You know, I, I've realized that through what happened with my ex-fiance was the fact that I did everything that I could. I did, you know, more than I should have. You know, I gave him my time when I didn't have it. I you know, went out of my way to do things. I, you know, (laughs) like, talked to him every day. I was helping him with stuff that he should have seen a therapist about. And, you know, I was being a good girlfriend and a potential wife. And that wasn't good enough apparently even though in reality it was far more than good enough and it was far more 
it was just far more than I should have done for someone who didn't fully deserve it. Sure, he deserved it when we were together and, you know, he, you know, earned my trust, earned my respect, earned, you know, my love and patience and all of that stuff. But as soon as that stuff was broken, as soon as he left, that was gone. And it, it still is like, I loved the guy that I dated. I loved the guy that I was engaged with. I don't know who the person that is existing now is. The same way that he probably doesn't know the person I am now. And I know that I didn't deserve what happened. I know that I have far more worth than what I was shown. But I also know that just because I did all of that stuff doesn't mean that he is required to stay because of that. You know, I can't, I can't, (laughs) I don't know how I want to word this. Like, I'm angry that he left. I'm angry that, you know, I didn't get an explanation. I'm angry that, um, you know, all of, all of it happened. But that doesn't mean that I I was in the wrong or that it was my fault because I didn't make the choice to leave. That was on him. I did everything I could to be there for him and show him that I loved him while we were together. And it was his choice whether or not he wanted to respect that or would rather leave. And he chose leaving. But just because he chose to leave doesn't mean that I was doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean that what I was doing wasn't enough. It doesn't mean that it was my fault. It doesn't mean that I have to change who I am and how I treat people. Because someone didn't respect me and someone who didn't deserve it realized that they didn't deserve it and left. And that's one of the things that is helping me the most with getting to a point where I could potentially date someone again. is the fact that there are, yes, things that I need to fix and things that I need to work on and things that I need to change within myself just for myself (laughs) in the way of mental health and, um, you know, emotional health and physical health for me. But the way that I treat people, the way that I respect people and do things for people and, you know, 
care and love, I don't need to fix that. I don't need to change that. I do need to remember to put my feelings first. I do need to remember to, you know, take accountability. I do need to remember to admit when I'm wrong (laughs) or admit when something's not going right. You know, I, I need to be able to be able to be with someone who is also going to do the same thing. You know, I had been with people, even with my ex-fiance, that weren't really on the same page all the time. Especially when it came to talking and emotions and stuff like that. Pretty much every guy I dated, besides the last one that I dated, was pretty emotionally unavailable, pretty much didn't know how to deal with their feelings or didn't talk about them or had issues around their feelings of like anger and stuff and I talk about it more on the other episode but I realized that I can't be with someone that's like that I can't be with someone who won't be honest with me who won't let me know when something's going on even if they don't go into full detail like if I'm dating someone and I've noticed that something's like feels off or they seem to like their mood seems to have changed from how they usually are will I ask absolutely do they have to give me the full extent like constitution lengthy explanation of why they're not doing okay or why they're you know kind of off that day no But if they just say, hey, I'm having an off day, I don't really want to talk about it, that's totally fine. I don't care. (laughs) Like, you (laughs) you can keep your explanation to yourself if you want to. You can tell me if you want to. You can tell me if you want space. You can tell me if you, you know, need a distraction or if you want to talk about something else or... You can tell me what you need and I'll give it to you, but you have to communicate that with me. That's one of the big things that I've realized that I need from someone and I wasn't really getting. And that's like one of the one of the most important things to me now is someone who can be open, who can be honest with me. Who can flat out tell me, hey, I'm not doing okay, but I don't want to talk about it instead of beating around a bush or like ignoring the problem to a point of literally using my ex-fiance as an example, hiding something so much that it gets to a point where you have to leave the relationship because you didn't talk to the person that you're supposed to be with. You know, that that is one of the things that I feel like 
was very disrespectful and like very aggravating and frustrating was the fact that I was supposed to be marrying this dude and he hid whatever he hid from me instead of talking to me and that caused the end of the relationship to where I got hurt a lot more than him just saying hey something's going on with me like it's it's mind-blowing to me and mind-boggling to me of how his thought process was (laughs) anyway as I was saying you know I I do miss being in a relationship I do miss you know having someone um that I could depend on and having someone that you know I could trust and and love and you know plan a future with and like talk about intimate things with um be vulnerable with and and feel you know safe no I I miss that that is what I miss about a relationship and being with someone But just because I miss it doesn't mean I need to jump into it. Doesn't mean that I need to go out of my way to seek it. It doesn't mean that I have to get with the next guy that texts me. Like, if I really want that and I don't want to have my feelings crushed... I need to take it at a slow pace. I need to think about myself and think about, am I ready to jump into this? Am I ready to get with another person? And even when I do get to that point, I need to take it slow. I need to, you know, talk with the person and figure things out and ask questions and know about them and learn about them. But as soon as I feel like something's off or I feel like something isn't really clicking anymore or there's just something that, like, I don't know if I could really be with this person, I need to step away or I need to talk to the person about it. Because I don't want to force myself to be with someone just to be with someone. Like, that's not going to end well for me. That's not going to end well for the other person. You know, that, that's one of the biggest things that I think I can say throughout this whole thing. Is if you are not ready to be with another person or you don't have your self figured out, if you can't love yourself, if you can't appreciate yourself, if you can't 
you know, acknowledge your own self-worth and, and know what you deserve and have realistic expectations and realistic standards for a relationship with someone, don't get into one. <laughs> don't force yourself to be with someone just because they said that you're pretty. Don't force yourself to be with someone just because you feel lonely. You know, don't belittle yourself and don't, don't underestimate the dating pool, <laughs> I think is, I'm, hmm. Yeah, we're going to continue with that. Don't underestimate the dating pool. It's a lot bigger than what you think it is. You know, it, it takes time. It takes, you know, learning. It takes self-reflection. It takes self-love. It takes patience to find someone that is going to give you what you need. And if someone can't do that for you, realistically, maybe you need to find someone else or you just need to be single for a little bit and reevaluate. Or maybe you just stay single altogether. It's an interesting world. It's an interesting dating world, and I am only 20, so I, I know that I don't need to find my husband right now. That was something that I, I'm thinking about now, of I, if I was still with, you know, my ex-fiance, I wouldn't have done a lot of the things that I have done since him and I, or since he left, you know, I didn't start this podcast until after he left. I didn't start writing my poetry book until after he left. I don't think I would have made the friends that I made or had the experiences that I've had. And that's not a bad thing. You know, it it's it's sucks. And like it sucks that I am not with him. It sucks that it ended the way that it did. But as I've realized, it's for the better. You know, it means that there's someone else out there that is going to treat me far more. Like, far more better. It's not correct English. I'm very tired. <laughs> but someone who's going to treat me better than what I expect. You know, I expect someone to care. I expect someone to respect me. 
I expect someone to be patient and supportive and genuine and honest. No, I, I expect someone to be a decent partner, to do the minimum requirements. <laughs> like, that's my expectation. But I know that just because they can meet those minimums doesn't mean that they're a perfect partner. You know, I want someone that can do those, that can do the bare minimum, that can do, you know, that, but can also go over the bare minimum, who can be a stable person, who can be a stable partner, who can be a, you know, just a, just a stable person, <laughs> you know, who I can build a future with, who I can, you know, depend on, who I can be open with and vulnerable with and have experiences with, who I can, you know, talk to and and that's that's what I expect. I expect someone who will who will respect me and respect my choices and respect you know my my dreams and my passions and who's going to be there to support me through all of it. You know, it's what my dad does for my mom, it's what my mom does for my dad. Um, it's what I've seen pretty much all of my family members do for their significant others. You know, my grandma and grandpa, they do the same thing. So that's what I, I've grown up around and what I've now realized is important, or at least it's important to me, is to be with someone who, no matter what, is going to stick by me and understand my decisions. Sure, they can give me input. They can, you know, give me criticism, whatever. Like, that's great. That's good. That means that they're able to be honest with me and be able to be um, open with me about how they feel about it. But it shouldn't become a thing where I'm being told that I can't do that, or being told, you know, that, you know, this is too big of a goal, and I should just give up, because I'm just going to give up on the relationship if I'm not being supported, um, yeah, <laughs> so I think, you know, again, it's one of the main things to take away from this very long ramble um, is don't force it. Don't force a relationship, whether it's a friendship, a you know, romantic relationship, a family relationship. Don't force it. Look out for yourself. You know, make sure that you 
are mentally, physically, and emotionally okay and well. Um, you know, walk away if you feel like you have to. You know, trust your instinct, trust your gut, trust, um, trust yourself. Because I, that's something that I wish I had done. Um, in a lot of my relationships is trusted myself when I knew something was wrong um, instead of instead of putting myself in a situation that only made things worse and only hurt me more than just walking away. So just Love yourself, look out for yourself, and if someone comes around who loves you and supports you and, you know, reaches beyond the bare minimum and gives you, you know, the, the life that you deserve and the support that you deserve and the respect that you deserve. That is a great thing. And I hope that I get to that at some point. I do hope that I, I find someone, whether it's a guy or a girl or, you know, in myself, <laughs> that It happens at some point. I'm not, you know, rushing it to happen. I'm not pushing myself off into the deep end to try and, you know, get my life together. I'm doing all of this fun stuff and you guys are along for the ride of all the projects and things that are going on. Um, And... I'm just kind of taking my time. I'm getting getting myself back together and learning to love myself before I bring someone else in. And I would definitely, definitely advise you to do the same. <laughs> so. Anyways, I love you all so much. Um, and I will continue to keep you updated on um all of the again all of the stuff that's going on um and as always hang in there even if it's just by a thread (laughs) 